Robert A. Wall, the voice of the jungle, broadcasting on the DVC to all points unknown. If you're within the sound of my voice, you're listening to Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. Hello and welcome home. Thank you for joining us on episode 137 of Welcome Home, a Disney Parks and Vacation Club podcast. I'm Tom. I'm here with Trevor and Damon. What's up, guys? Good morning. Or I guess it's afternoon for you guys. It's afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. It's afternoon. Good afternoon. Yeah. Yeah, I already played tennis this morning for two hours. It's definitely afternoon. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah, that's that sounds exhausting, Uh, especially in this heat. Uh, It's probably a good idea you did it early this morning because it's it's so hot out. I, I would have gone even earlier. My daughter was not really about going earlier, though. So we ended up yeah. leaving, I think, at nine, nine-ish? Maybe nine-ish. It wasn't the worst, but it's still hot out there. I, I agree. Yeah, we've been dealing, and I'm sure, I'm, I'm assuming that you have had the same thing. We've been dealing with kind of a little bit of a mini heat wave down here for the past and, couple and of hu- days. And humid, too. That's the, been the yeah. problem, is the heat <laughs> is fine, but, like, dude, I've had a headache for, like, two days straight, I feel like. It's it's been miserable. It's been like uh, I think it's been the past three days have been ninety seven to ninety nine degrees, depending on the day. It's been it's been hot. <laughs> At least you're not sucking smoke all the time. <laughs> what what is what does that mean? We so there's um, forest fires going in British oh. Columbia, and all the smoke is blowing our way. So for yeah, for the last couple of weeks, it's been just smoky everywhere so well that's terrible yeah doing things outside like like you know you're you're saying damon about you know going outside and doing stuff with you know like activities that's not really a thing here right now (laughs) jeez that stinks yeah it's uh yeah but yeah i get get you with the heat and muggy and all that kind of stuff is not good yeah, I mean, this is pretty typical for North Carolina. Like, I'm not going to, I mean, I can't complain that much because, I mean, this is our summer. You know, it, it, it tends to get. Yeah, between. we signed up for it, I feel. Yeah. Like. yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, that's the thing about it, though. And Damon will tell you this, too. Like, we have great weather most of the year. Like, it's it's just a couple months. I don't know, man. Month. It rains a lot, but I there isn't really that. snow. Yeah. That's, that's what you're trading off, right? It's the same. It's kind yeah. of like Florida, but with mountains. Like you're just yeah. you're trading off that no snow for super hot, yeah, part of the year. But only for like two months, like you know. And then yeah. the rest of the time, it's not so bad. And then we have fairly mild winters. So, and I mean, as long as you're in, you know, a semi new house, air conditioning is totally the thing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Anyway, yeah. Damon, you <laughs> have been talking about buying DV, another DVC contract for a while now, and you finally yeah. did it. So, yes, I bought two I, I contracts. Put, you bought two theory. contracts. So, you want to want to talk about that? <laughs> yeah. So, I ended up buying a hundred point contract for myself, and then I am co-signer, and my wife is as well on a contract that my parents bought. So, interestingly enough, even though we were both co-signers, since it was in their name first, it had to be one hundred and fifty points. So we ended up with 250 over at Riviera. So now really, I only ever want to hear from people at Grand Floridian or Riviera, like I'm going to just totally monocle everybody else. <laughs> That's it. So unless you're from either one of those two places, like I don't want to hear about it. Now I'm just imagining you showing up in like a really nice like suit with a cane and a monocle and yeah. <laughs> as long as I had like a big like silver ball on the top of the cane, like one of those canes, like yeah. <laughs> Totally yeah, Scrooge exactly. McDuck style, for sure. Yes. You got a Scrooge McDuck style when she say at Riviera once that happens. So. Yeah, and I, I think the 100 points was perfect for what I need now. 
And again, to not have to worry about detransfers at a later inevitable, hopefully in the very far future date, being on a contract with my parents makes that a lot easier also. Yeah, and this was a... Did you say this was a direct purchase? You, you bought this directly from Disney? <laughs> of course you did. Of yeah. course I did. Yeah. Of course. Because, I'm, I'm, listen, I, I, I'm going to tell you that there's a few things that pushed me personally towards direct. I literally signed the contract and had the points in my account in less than an hour. Like that was it. It was so easy. And it was funny because, you know, our use year is a bank by July 31st. And we did this yesterday because we're recording on Saturday, right? So we did this yesterday. And by the time we started the process, I was able to, well, let me rephrase that. My wife was able to bank the points before the end of the day. So same day contract sign, same day bank points, didn't even have to worry. Now, they also said that if there was a problem, you know, because you bought the points so close, it's not an issue, right? They'll let you bank them even though your date is passed, but didn't even have to worry about it because it was so quick. Um, You know, there was definitely no stress with any sort of, you know, right of first refusal, but there is a cost to be paid with that. And for us, convenience outweighs that cost and FOMO definitely outweighs that cost, right? For us personally, but there was some still, there was still was some good deals for direct depending on how many points that you got. So I still think we did okay. But yeah, I think for us, it's just, you know, I want to be able to go and use my points at every resort, even future resorts. And that's where it's a little bit of an issue. And I think for us, again, like, I don't know what Disney's going to do in the future. So I just liked having that option. And again, I don't think that there's, there's not a huge difference right now between Riviera Resale, <laughs> Riviera Direct, depending on how many points you get, to be honest with you. Yeah, no, I get that. That makes sense. So, yeah, you value the convenience over, you know, and, and listen, I think Absolutely. anybody, anybody at, you know, over a DVC resale market would take you, would tell you that the process takes longer. I mean, that's just a reality, right? It's, it's Absolutely. just a different thing. And you, you can pay the higher price for that convenience of doing it directly through Disney, or you mm-hmm. can save some money. And, you know, it's not that, it, I want to say it's not more of a hassle to do through, you know, a resale contract. It's, it's, it's really, you know, signing a couple papers and sending it back. It's pretty easy. It's just more time. It's that you know? waiting process yeah. in between. Like, I don't want to, again, I, I decided I was going to buy a contract and I was kind of like, okay, I was, from the time I was like, I'm really going to buy a contract, not just talk about it, but I'm really going to buy a contract. Like it was really only three days, four days, maybe, um, until I, I even reached out. And the way it went for me is, is I decided I was going to buy a contract. And then I just sent my dude a message and was like, Hey, I'm buying a contract. Um, call me on Monday or Tuesday, whatever it was. Right. And he was like, yep. Okay. And that was it. There was, you know, not that process. I just fear, like I said, for me, the bigger fear is what do you get when you have a resale? Riviera contract. I feel like you get a huge headache. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because you're Riviera resale, you're limited to just Riviera, right? Yeah. Forever. Yeah. yeah that's, and, and I just, I don't love that. So, I mean, for, for the grandfathered older ones, right? You guys are, you guys are in for what? You guys are in for everything or are you just in yeah. for the original 14? Everything. Everything. I, uh, got, yeah. I got in like the day or right before they close that off. So Yeah, so I think now resale, you're talking original 14 and for me, now nah, if something cool comes like I'm not about that. Yeah, I get that. And you you're also still holding out hope for that uh the 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 long uh, rumored Epcot resort, right? So <laughs> Absolutely. Now, yeah. It'll be interesting because well, I want to buy more points at that point. I don't think so. 
I think now, like I said, with, with what I have, I mean, gosh, what am I at? 450 or something. If I kind of put everything together, like that's good enough for me, man. It's a lot of points. Yeah. I don't think I need more than that. Yeah. I mean, you could start doing two bedrooms if you wanted to. Well, that's kind of the plan. I, I kind of want to do that. Yeah. So, well, I mean, that's what you've been doing, right? You, you do two or, well, you have done. No, I do one bedrooms most of the time at five person places, but now we're going to start to do two bedrooms anyway. Yeah. Uh, so this will just make it a little bit easier to do that. And again, for the other thing for me is because, you know, Hilton Head is great, but because I already have a place to stay there, I don't have to worry about that. So like, I'm probably just going to use mine exclusively at Disney or RCI. I, so again, we're going to Hilton Head next week. And because my wife's parents' house is still under construction, we don't have a place to stay. And we flipped our old points that were going to go to waste, you know, pandemic points and flipped them into RCI. So we're staying at an RCI resort on DVC points next week. So I'll definitely let everyone know how that is. Um, and it will be interesting, but I am not against flipping to RCI for my points because again, I've already, I've already got my money back on my Saratoga. So if I flip those points to RCI, I'm good with that. Again, it's a convenience factor, right? I get, I could, yeah. I could rent them out, take that money and do another vacation. Totally understand that. But that's, that's not me, right? I'm all about does this convenience factor. So flipping to RCI now that we've already done it once even makes it even easier to do it because we already have our RCI account and everything set up. Yeah, that'll be, I'll be interested to hear your, your review when you come back, your, your, trip report of your, yeah. of your Hilton Head so, a trip. So yeah, it will be interesting. Well, congratulations on your new contracts. That's good. Yeah. 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 So that's cool. I'll also be interested at some point when you do stay at Riviera, what your thoughts are, are on that place. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know when that's going to take place. I'm going to tell you, like I, I'm also so, totally not sold on doing my November vacation at this point either. So I have, like I said, we have a two bedroom booked, but if I have to eat that, like I'm not adverse to that. So we'll see what happens. Okay. Interesting. All right, cool. Anything else you want to talk about with your, uh, direct purchase? Mm, no, I don't think so. Okay. Well, let's get into listener questions then. Our, our, our first one is from Francisco, uh, one of our one of our meme masters in the group there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so he says, I think we can all agree that Magic Kingdom is in the best park for dining, but if you had to spend a day at MK and only eat from their selections, what are your picks? No signature or fine dining. See, that's where you get a little bit, make things a little that's bit more tough, difficult. man. Yeah. yeah. So his choices are Main Street Bakery Coffee, Cheshire Cat, ta- cat uh, Cafe Cattail, uh, Tomorrowland Terrace Lunch, Gaston's Tavern, LeFou's Brew, which is good. I've had that before. It's a little sweet, um, uh, but yeah, I, I, I like it. I don't like it. But. I, I like it. Um, Sleepy Hollow Funnel Cake, uh, Pecosville, uh, Telltale, uh, Telltale Inn, uh, and Cafe for dinner, Sunshine Tree Terrace for a Dole Whip, of course. So wait, is Liberty Tree considered... Is that signature? I don't think that's signature. I would go Liberty Tree. Is it- I don't think I don't think that's considered... Is it a yeah. quick serve or a sit down? Well, he didn't say. He just said no signature or fine dining. That's a category of sit down, right? Oh, okay. Well, yeah. So unless he's trying to say you're only allowed to do quick serve, then that's that's a different right. story, right? <laughs> um, if he said you're only allowed to do quick serve, then you know I think he's basically chosen all of the the choices I would have made there, right? I, I don't know of another one. Yeah, I don't know. That's yeah. Tough. I I wouldn't change this. Like, like, yeah, the big things for me is lunch and dinner. 
matters the most. And Tomorrowland Terrace is is okay, and Pecos Bills is good. So so that covers that off. The snacks are pretty interchangeable, in my opinion. Um, I like Columbia Harbor House. I feel like you left that off there. I've gotten some yeah. good meals there. I'm trying to think. Yeah, there's there's really not a lot else to to get, is there? If he's talking non sit down, then yeah, no. I mean, because if I, if we're gonna talk about sit down, I you know I probably would choose. You know, you do have some good sit down options. I I love Liberty Tree. We've been there a couple times. In fact, I, I think I said a couple trips ago it was it was our favorite meal of the of the trip was Liberty Tree. It's just. You know, it's the same food and it's been the same food forever, but they do the same food well, you know, and, um, you know, that's the, I think I, I really like that place a lot. And I mean, we went to, we've also done Skipper, uh, the Skipper Canteen and that was pretty good. Uh, so that's an option too. And, you know, be our guest is all right. I mean, it's never been our favorite place, but it's not terrible. I mean, it's, we, we've, we've had good food there. So yeah, your, your other options or well, Tony's, I guess would be. Would that? I guess that would be fine dining, wouldn't it? I don't think that's. Con- I bet it's considered theme dining, right? So, yeah, like, I, they have. I guess I don't. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not versed enough on what the differences are. So this <laughs> like, is they it's call sit down this, or not sit down for me. <laughs> Tony's is called casual dining. So, oh, okay. and then Liberty Tree is marked down as family style, and then. Skipper Canteen is oh gosh, it doesn't actually say it just says table service for this. It doesn't doesn't list like a specific uh category for that one. That's funny. Hmm. Yeah. But um usually, you know, like they have like signature dining, fine dining, uh, casual dining. See, uh, I, I think the only one that w- in my head would classify as signature would be Cinderella's Royal Table. Yeah. Yeah, that I mean that's probably that's probably true. Um, but I don't even know if that's really fine dining, you know, like that's not fine. I mean, it's that food's okay. Yeah. It's, it's themed again. It's like character dining, right? Yeah, exactly. Special. I'm trying to find, I'm trying to find, okay, there it is. Buffet, casual dining, character dining, dining events, dessert events, family style, fine signature dining, unique themed dining. Those are the categories of dining experiences. So, so yeah, so I and I, I don't think uh, Liberty Tree falls under fine or 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 uh, signature. So I, I I would go Liberty Tree there. That's that's where I go. Hmm. So, anyway, yeah, so, these are good good options though. So going off of Francisco's criteria, basically the only place you can't pick in in Magic Kingdom would be, yeah, I th- I think Cinderella's is the only one. And even I'm sorry, I'm trying to find if it's actually. If it's actually Character. considered signature or fine, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pulling it up right now. Hold on, I'm doing it. I'm I'm doing this quickly. I should have prepared. I feel like, <laughs> yeah, Cinderella's Royal Table. You're right. Is the only fine signature dining in in Magic Kingdom. Okay, so so basically, if you can eat anywhere except Cinderella's Royal Table, where would you eat? <laughs> Everywhere else. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, that's that's easy, I guess. But yeah, uh, yeah like I, I guess uh, you know, his other comment is you know, it's not. It's not the best place for food, but, you know, there's definitely some okay, like it's, you won't be miserable eating there, but it also won't be like, you know, somewhere you're deliberately going out of your way to eat. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think if you're looking for specific, like really, really good food, I mean, I think 
on the monorail loop outside of Magic Kingdom, there's some really good, you know, fine dining options that you can go to, you know, the Narcoosies of the World and uh, Citric Coast and California Grill and, and, and you know, of course, Ohana yeah. you can go to, of course. But, uh, you know, there's there's lots of places that you can go right outside the gates. But then there's, you know, you have, you know, Skipper Canteen and, and I, I like I said, I really like Liberty Tree. We had a good meal at the Plaza uh, at that one time. Um, so, you know, I think there's options. You want to read yeah. Francisco's other question that he has? Sure. Um, so Actually, he says, Francisco's got three questions in this week's episode. I don't know how that geez. happened. <laughs> He's on it this week. Yeah, he is. He's yeah. got a lot of questions this week. Apparently. All right. So, um, so Francisco says, if DVC were to offer a new park, a new perk to their members, and it could not be a perk from the past, what would you like to see? I think an earlier reservation option for dining, fast pass VRP tours would be awesome, even if we're only earlier by a few days. Um, yeah, VIP tours ain't happening, but... <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, what would I like to see them offer that they haven't? Fast pass. Mm. Yeah, yeah, fast passes, like... Yeah, so many fast passes per day with a trip or with a, a room booked or something like that, or you, you pay... Yeah, you pay a premium and you get reserved fast passes. Um, well, I think Damon said this before, like if they ever went to like the paid fast pass to have that as a free benefit of DVC actually. Right. No, I said that that's never going to happen. Oh, maybe who was it then that said that? Oh, it was was, somebody in our group was, was going off. That's that's never going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what, like something different that they could offer that they haven't offered. I mean, they, yeah, the obvious ones are, you know, I say another lounge, man. Yeah. Another what? Lounge. Oh, I thought you said island. I was like, "What?" <laughs> no, no, no leather island. lounge would be great, but it's he's he's saying you can't do it from the past, though. Can't do it? What? Do a perk from the past that has to be something totally new. Well, an, a, in a in a different park, it's not from the past. It's not like they're bringing back up. That's true. A lounge building, from building a new lounge or a new DVC only area. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't have to be a lounge per se. Can be what a- about a DVC only viewing area for the fireworks i know you have top of the world but like maybe for for like epcot or something for fireworks like you have your own viewing area no it's gonna be too packed that is the problem right there's more dvc members than we realize right so you can't like vip tours you can't do that with because i would there's you know yeah i would agree i I would love a lounge in animal kingdom with a safari view like i think Mm -hmm. that would be neat because it would be busy but not super busy you kind of know what i mean like it would be like being at animal kingdom lodge yeah yeah but not like i could be on board for that that'd be cool i like it have they ever they've never done a discount on dining packages through dvc have they not that i can think of that it's possible it happened before that to me would be one that not that i would necessarily use it but a lot of people ask about it that would be yeah. something I would pick is, you know, give people the option for a a discounted dining package, which actually may push it into the threshold of being, you know, viable over paying out of pocket. But yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, I like it. All right. Jeremy says, what is the rider attraction you love that makes a family member groan or roll their eyes when they hear you talk about it? See, I don't, I don't feel like I have anything like that. Because, I mean, I would say the people mover, but I, everyone in my family loves the people mover. So, oh, small world. Yeah, small world, small easy. World. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Every, everyone in my family hates it, and they always have, like, 
Yep. Like <laughs> stories of like, oh, it was so awful. I got stuck on it. Once. Like, like I, my, uh, I have a family member that's claimed that, or she, she said it a couple of times that she was like, oh, you know, we went there once and we got stuck on it for 40 minutes and, you know, the song was drilled into my head. And I'm like, I, I don't necessarily believe that because. You don't I mean, believe it was 40 minutes? No, like, I, I'm sure. Yeah, it would be okay with 40 minutes on yeah. Small World. I, yeah, I, I didn't realize you guys love Small World so much, both of you. And I think it's a fantastic ride for a lot of reasons. And, and honestly, over the years, I, I've grown more yes, in love I with it. Like, I, I appreciate it. what Trevor's saying. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's grown on me, but a lot of people don't see what's so great about it, I guess, is my thing. I, what's not great about it? It's yeah. got everything. It's got classic nostalgia. World animatronics Fair. yeah yeah i mean relaxing right yeah, ac yeah um, ac a catchy song yeah <laughs> i i don't mind the song and it's and that's probably you know again i know this has been said in the past and asked in the past like that's the one ride like if i don't go on i don't know if i really went to disney oh that's like your i went to disney ride like that's the ride you have to go on to yeah i get it and I mean, like, you know, for people that say they're really Disney fans, you know, it's the song was written by the Sherman Brothers and all the the dolls were designed by Mary Blair. So, yeah. you know, if you don't appreciate that, like, yeah. what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> See, now, yeah. Damon, go ahead, sorry, Damon. No, I was just going to say, I mean, I take that over Peter Pan any day of the week. I get that. Yeah. And so, so Damon's, Damon's ride is Small World. What is your ride, Trevor? That's like you haven't gone to Disney unless you went on that ride. Um, I haven't gone to Disney if I haven't been on that ride. I, I think for my family in particular, it's the land it's pirates. Oh, pirates. Yeah. Okay. Pirates is our, we, we have to ride pirates. See, I don't have to ride pirates. Yeah. Land would be second for me though. So what's that? The land would be second for me. Yeah. The land Land is up there. Again, that's another, that's another sleeper hit. Like uh, small world. Like people don't understand it until you really have ridden it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Man, I love living with the land. I feel like that's like a can't miss thing. I feel like you have to go on that, you know? But people walk by it. Like I I've had people that that, you know, they go and they're like, "What is this?" Like they they don't understand what it is because like when when you walk up to it, it's not it doesn't have like the fanfare or like an amazing queue or or anything that really draws you in. It's just kind of in a building, but when you get on it, that's when it's like okay, this is cool, right? <laughs> yeah, this is interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think for me, mine is my ride is uh, People Mover or Carousel Progress. I mm-hmm. feel like for both of us, like just those two things. Uh, like it's just I don't know. Carousel Progress is just one of those classic things we just have to do every time, you know? Yeah. And I know it's a nap place for some people, but that annoys me too. Like I I, I can't stand <laughs> that people nap in there. Like come on, <laughs> like. Or like, you know, talk through it or whatever. But I mean, if you want to sing along with the song, I'm cool with that. But I do wish they would update it. Don't get me wrong. I think like that last scene is uh, pretty rough at this point. Like they really got to do something about it. So actually, one of the things I learned from that uh, the b- behind the attraction show mm-hmm. is that and I don't want to spoil this for anyway. So spoiler alert, if you haven't watched that show yet and you intend to. The way that they came up with the mechanism for Smuggler's Run to make it high capacity was uh, by looking at Carousel of Progress. Yeah. And I was like, wow, okay. 
would had did not think about that because for those that don't know the smuggler's run is a big circle basically and the the pod that you go into it you know it the, the whole it's a big circle and it turns so and you know you get off and basically the same you know in a different place that you came on so it doesn't necessarily feel like it i mean if you pay attention i think you can kind of feel it but um yeah, it's it's like a it's like a big rotating table that you sit on, and, and apparently they got their inspiration from that from uh, from Carousel of Progress. It just I mean just fun, interesting, you know. Yeah, it, it makes sense after the fact, but yeah, you're yeah. right. Somebody had to sit there and look at it and go, "Hey, we have this other attraction. You know, how can we use a turntable to our advantage?" Right. Well, no, it was more of they were like, "We don't know how we're going to make this a high capacity attraction." Like they right. couldn't. They basically were like, like lo- loading and unloading people is the challenge, but how do you exactly. do it in a way that you're not like stopping the group coming in while the other group is getting off? Exactly. And how yeah. do we make this so that like we can have thousands of people riding it all at the same time? You know, like that's, that's, that was their challenge. And they, they said they had a really hard time figuring it out. And then somebody like they looked towards the carousel of progress and they were like, there's our solution. So I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Hmm. You know, all that stuff uh, comes around again. So. <laughs> But if you haven't watched that show, you should check it out. It is interesting. I, have, have either one of you guys watched that? Or we I so I we started watching it. We're on like the second or third episode now, so I haven't gotten to that particular one yet. But it's fine. <laughs> I did find it interesting though. Like there are some contradictory things between that show and the Imagineering story. Like the way that certain things are presented, of like like an Imagineering story, they present Tower of Terror as being one Imagineer's particular idea and concept. And then behind the traction, they make it a totally different thing. And it's it's just kind of interesting to see the different stories told by different people. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Different perspectives, I guess. But And I, I think... Uh, I, have you watched Jungle Cruise yet, Trevor? I, I have not. And I know Damon's watching it today. No, we're, we're going to be watching it later today. So Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I'll have to hear everybody's reviews on that. It seems like... Seems like while the critics kind of liked it, it seems like all the people that have watched it have enjoyed it a lot. So, um, seems like a cross between Indiana Jones and the Mummy is from everything I've read, and that that sounds like I'm, that. that's kind of what I'm expecting from. I hope I've that seen. sounds like a great movie. Yeah, it does, right? It does. Yeah, <laughs> the original Mummy, anyway. Yeah, the fir- the first, of course, of course, yeah, the, the Brendan Fraser Mummy. The, yes, not the, the Brendan Fraser Mummy. mummy. Yes, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, no, I'm excited to check that out at some point. But, um, but yeah, and we'll, I guess we'll get your reviews next week. So. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Do you want to do? Right. Who wants to do Dan's question? Damon, were you going to say something? Sorry. No. No. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, I'll grab Dan's question here. So I, I don't. All right. Let's see if I can figure this out. <laughs> it says, "Hear me out. Look, look at a DVC contract as we know it, like a whole life insurance policy. Every contract will die at a specified date. For every area, you pay two hundred dollars per point. Now, and will enjoy it until January thirty first, twenty seventy. If what if Disney offered a term life policy? Enjoy Riviera for the next 10 years at $50 per point. That would add a great new dimension to both direct and resell pur- purchases. So instead of running to the full end of a contract, you only purchase so many years on a contract. Is yeah, what you'd say? I, I, yeah. I don't know how this, oh, the first thing that kind of st- stops this from, I, I guess it's from a money standpoint, but the thing is you can you know leave your contract to somebody else. Right. So that's, yeah. that's a good thing. Yeah. So that negates that part of it. The problem with, I, I see with this, I get what he's saying, but okay. So what happens in 10 years? Is it $50 a point again, or is it not? And look, there, there's going to be people that want to front end, a policy, right? Like that's the problem with like, let's say Riviera, like everyone wants in for the first 10 years, you know, maybe people want in from, you know, year 11 to 20, but 
not as many. So now you're, you know, from a Disney standpoint, why would you want that over somebody buying in for 50 years? Like it just doesn't yeah. make sense for yeah. them. It, this is, this is more of like a, a pipe dream for somebody that doesn't necessarily want to pay $200 per point. And I get that. Right. But that's where resale should come in for you. Right. Cause think about it. If you want to enjoy something for 10 years, go buy a contract that has 10 years left on it. They exist. Don't they? Yeah, I mean, you can you can do this with resale, right? So, like, yeah. you could buy a shorter contract with resale. I don't think anybody has ten years left. I don't think we're that close. Yeah, I think Old Key West renewed. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, I mean, but that's that's what I think you would want to do here. I mean, it sounds like a great idea until years twenty one through thirty or thirty one through forty. Like, what are you paying for that? Unless it was locked in. Now that wouldn't have, see. Now that would be interesting. Is that if you're talking every. 10 years is locked in at $50 a point. That all of a sudden becomes interesting because now you have a 50 year contract that's really locked in at 250 a point, right? In theory, mm-hmm. over the 200 a point now. And that that becomes yeah, that that becomes a little bit interesting then. Does but the, I just don't know if you get those no. people buying it or would it or would it be like too buyable like Um, would it make sense for disney to even do it like would it be profitable for them still you know well it would be because you're you're talking about 250 dollars a point in the front rather than 200 in theory and you could even you could even have it go up incrementally and say you know years one through 10 or 50 years 11 through 20 or 55 and you're you know but it would bring something pretty interesting to the table I, i just think it would be a nightmare in terms of management yeah. But it's kind of cool idea. They're yeah, not going to do and, it, but it's kind of cool. And then, <laughs> and then there's a whole thing. Like my sticking point on this is, you know, so you you buy, you commit to ten years at a certain dollar mm-hmm. value. The problem with that is that it it makes for a lot of short term thinking, and I think it'll actually make for a lot more unhappy customers because if you know you say you've got ten years, and let's say you know in five years something happens and you can't, you know, let's say this contract is set up in such a way that you really can't get out of it for the 10 years or it's not you, you couldn't yeah that would yeah that would come off the table if you're only talking 10 years it's like a yeah you can't you have so you, to eat it on that then exactly there's and, no resale and, and so so i think that would actually push a lot of people away because you know you know the, i guess the thing about dvc is that yeah you're committing to it but you still have an out and that you can always sell the contract at any point but you know where this is really nice though is that if you're like hey I'm not a huge Disney person, but I'm going to have kids and I want my kids to go to Disney when they're kid age. And then I want to be out. Mm, right. 10 years is perfect. Almost. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You kind of start taking, cause look, I don't, you can take them early and I've taken my kids, you know, at one, two, but in reality, I feel like they would get a lot more out of, let's say five and up. Right. So five to 15. Mm-hmm. That's not really a bad idea. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely good for for that kind of scenario, right? Like that's that's a that's a good a good way to do that. But yeah, that's never going to happen. <laughs> yeah, I think it's too much work, but it, it does sound interesting, and it makes more sense if you you know kind of put kids around it and then kind of give it an incremental, but still lock in the price per point up front. It yeah. would be, you know, again, you could go 50, 60, 70, 80, and 90, and you're still, in theory, Disney's still making more money than is if it all sold out at 200 right now. Yeah. I don't know. Good question. Dan finally had a good yeah. question. 
I mean, I mean, Dan actually had a good question. Wait, no, I'm still not there yet. Good question, Dan. There we go. <laughs> Poor Dan. You're going to make Dan sad. <laughs> uh, Francisco actually said Dan had a lightning round and brought up a good question. So look at that. He had actually two good questions. Look if at that. D- if TVC were to start offering moderate and value resorts, should those points be limited to that quality of resort? If not, I could see a lot of families trying to maximize their point by stay- points by staying at a value at five points a night. It, this is just not going to happen because it just doesn't make sense for the way DVC works, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I, I I get the idea, right? Like, so if you made like a moderate category and say you had like three resorts that were in the moderate category and you bought a contract in the moderate category, then you only stay in the, that moderate category. You know what I mean? Like you could you could stay at those three resorts, you know, for that. And it would be less per point, I would think, and the dues would be less. Well, I would assume, but you know. Can't you, so, but. can't you use your points at value resorts, even though you it's. Can. Yeah, you can, so but the, the conversion is not fantastic. Yeah. Which, yeah, you but know, I'm saying, so yeah. what's, what's he actually saying then? It's he, a bad trade-off to use your points at those resorts. No, no, so. but what's, what's, he, what's he actually asking about then? He's asking about if they started offering it at a per point instead of a converted? No, I, I think what he's saying is, you know, if they offered specifically a, a value or a moderate resort qu- uh, contract, you know, sh- it but should like this be... this is a new resort? Like, they're building yeah. DVC yeah. Yeah. at... Okay. So so he's saying that it shouldn't be in the pool with the other um current DVC resorts. Like it shouldn't be that you know people can be because I think what he what he's saying is that you know you would have people who had a deluxe contract and going, "Hey, you know, I've got 100 points here, but you know, instead of me, you know, staying at, you know, somewhere where it's like 18 or 20 points a night, you can stay at the value resort that's 5 points a night, which kind of, you know, screws up people trying to stay at the value resort. So it, I guess it kind of works both ways as it stops people from, from, you know, you, you're who currently have a DVC contract utilizing it. And then the other way as well as, you know, people buying a cheap contract, although I don't see it actually working the other way is that, you know, you wouldn't buy a value resort contract and then try and stay at a deluxe because you probably wouldn't have the points to do that anyway. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like yeah. It, would, it would have to work on a totally different system. Right. And I, I feel like they wouldn't build new ones. Cause it, I don't know if the economics make sense there, you know, to, to, to build like a moderate resort and sell it at a lower, you know, I just don't know if that would make any sense, but I could see them. I mean, I don't think they'd actually do this, but if they were going to do it, I would, I would see it more as like, they take two buildings from Port Orleans and make them into and, DVC moderates. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, like, like they just did with the Grand Floridian, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's that's the only way I could see that happening, but it's not going to happen. But it's it's an interesting idea. I mean, it's it's like, how do you expand your 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 customer base beyond people that can afford DVC, right? Like you have a value version of DVC, but I don't know if they really want that. I, 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 don't know. I feel yeah. that... You know, if somebody is hard set on a value resort, trying to offer them a DVC contract, I don't think is going to. Yeah, I don't think it's going to go over well. I I think that you know, the, you know, Disney knows their their customers better than we do. Um, you know, I I think you know value resorts work because there's people that you know, kind of like you were saying, Damon is, you know, they, they're, they're going on that one trip or that, you know, they've got young kids or whatever. They don't want to spend a ton of money and value resorts is that it's that close enough where, you know, you're still on Disney property, but you're not paying, you know, moderate or deluxe prices. 
So offering a DVC there just like it's not the right demographic for that because these are not people that you're going to convince them that, Hey, come back to this value resort for the next 20 years and, and, you know, stay with us. Right. Like I, I don't, that's kind of a fringe case in, at least in my experience. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. I think it would be interesting if they had it to see if people did buy into it. I just, you know, I don't know. It's an interesting thought. I, I still, I, I do agree with the point about you know if if they were to do that, they they do have to keep it separate between the different categories of resorts. Oh yeah, because that would that would bring in all kinds of chaos if they did that. Absolutely. (laughs) And the system's already complicated enough as it is, right? Yeah, we don't need any more complication within the DVC system. So. All right, so last question we got is Cody wants to know what's the WDW 50th merch we're looking most forward to buying. Oof. Definitely a mug, definitely shirts. Like that that's those yeah. just as given for me. Yeah, I want to tell you. Yep, I, I feel like if they they could definitely get me with some artwork though. Well, I'm like sure there'll could, be some artwork, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They could definitely get me with some artwork, but I think that I mean, shirt-wise, I gosh man i'm definitely doing two it's not even a question and while i'm not a mug person my wife is so i could go two there as well depending on what the look looks like right and the kids get some shirts um but artwork is is definitely what i'm looking for if there's something pretty cool limited edition obviously and i don't even care if it's as limited for like purchase that year rather than numbered limited but just give me something like that i'm good i'm I'm all about a shirt and a hat uh, or I go do hats, man. I see. I'm I'm always wearing a hat when I'm. They don't have here. cool hats. I mean, they got your grandpa hats, but I'm just not about. Well, what about our Jungle Cruise hats? We got our Jungle Cruise skipper hats. Skipper hats. Those are <gasps> those are, cool. I, those are I, nice, I, but you don't wear them to the park, though. Yeah, I kind of want to. <laughs> I kind of do too. I'm not gonna lie. I would definitely want to wear it to the park, but yeah. I feel if like there's that's a, a bucket hat. Yeah, bucket. WDW hat. bucket hat. I still don't have, have those. My, I think. Well, the fiftieth merch bucket hat. Oh, yeah, fiftieth. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wanted a welcome home bucket hat, but Tom never bought me one. So <laughs> <laughs> maybe for Christmas, young man. <laughs> we'll see. But uh, no, um, yeah. I, I mean, I, that's that's the kind of stuff. I mean, apparel school. I, I would like some. To your point, I would, I would go for like a uh, maybe like some some limited edition Funko Pops of some characters I like. I might do that. I, I kind of like the Funko Pops. Um, I can't do anything with them though. Like they, they just I, take it, up space. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They really do just take up space. Like, I mean, I have like this teeny tiny office that I sit in to do the podcast and to, and to work. Right. And again, I made it super small on purpose, but I realized there's not a lot, you know, in here. I have my diploma, a small piece of artwork, um, that I got from a really cool artist and then the cell and that's it. Like, that's all I can fit in here. Like Funko pops are just taking up too much what about room, a pin? man. I'd like a pin. I'd like a 50th anniversary pin. A pin? But what are you doing with the pin? Well, you put it on your pin thing, you know? Some people put have pin boards. They've got, you know... Yeah. Some people just wear them around to the park. Some people have them on backpacks. You know, there's lots of things you could do with it. But you wouldn't take it out of the package. You would display it. So that's What if there was a Haunted story. River Country pin? I mean, it's it's a thing we could do, but we'd have to redesign the artwork to be like yeah. the three of I, us. I don't know so how we like, could fit that on a pin in its current state, but I mean, if it were just the three of us, like together, I think we could make that look cool. But yeah, yeah, yeah. we really need to do our. <laughs> <laughs> so, I was going to say back, back to the merch thing. I, I I guess my biggest thing to, um, 
just to, to tie this off is the the iridescent or iridescent color is what they're calling it. Um, yeah, I want that on a mug and I want a tumbler with that. All right. And I yeah. honestly want to see what else they'll offer that's not the usual, you know, shirts and Mickey ears. Like I weird stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Here, here's an interesting thing though, that I was, I keep running through my mind. I have a friend that's um, an artist out in California and she does tumblers. Her husband is a graffiti artist, like phenomenal. And they do, they do a bunch of stuff for, for me, for like the kids and stuff like that. And they, she just started doing tumblers. Like I'm all about tumblers now. Like, so I'm getting one for my son for Christmas and I'm kind of curious to see how it comes out. But I was actually already thinking like, you know, maybe, maybe we do welcome home tumblers, man. And give them away during the holidays. Could that actually replace my Disney Tumblr? Because I have a really nice, like, Starbucks Tumblr that I have on my desk. I think this would, I think, Trevor, this would be more maybe water, like a stainless steel Tumblr. Like, I don't know, do you do coffee and stainless steel or you do the plastic? No, this is just a water Tumblr. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, stainless steel water Tumblr. Once this one comes in from her, I'm going to see, like, maybe again, like, that's what we do for our giveaways for the holidays. So, if, I, if everyone thinks that's a good idea, let us know. Yeah. And we do, when we do plan to do a meetup next year, we'll probably have some sort of cool thing to give away there, too. So, that's a thing that we're going to do at some point. <laughs> we're always thinking about these things. So, we are. Yeah. Wait, Trevor already booked his, his weekend, didn't he? I have. Yeah, but yeah. we haven't announced the date yet, so. <laughs> but I, Why can't but I have just to. tell them now? Well, I, I guess I can, can't I? Because, yeah. you know, I booked it. Um, are we going to do Friday night or are we going to do Saturday night? I think well, I, I'm thinking, so I'm I'm flying in Friday, so I would rather do it Saturday. Oh, dude, if, I'm, if I'm coming in, there's no way it's going to be a Friday night. All right, so it's Saturday night. Saturday night it is. <laughs> so what's Disney the date, Springs. Trevor? So the dates are... Um, so well, I'm date. there, right. <laughs> I fly in the May 13th, uh, so it'll be May 14th, 2022 would be Disney Springs, Disney yes. Springs. Yeah. We don't know yeah. where yet at Disney Springs. We will, uh, as you know, throw a Tom said he's renting out the boathouse, the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But you would have uh, had to buy like 7,000 more shirts. That's all we're saying. <laughs> yeah. But no, no listen, more we're, <laughs> we're going to put like a thing out there so you can RSVP. And then once we figure out how many people are actually going to show up, then we'll determine where it's actually going to be at. But just know it's going to be at Disney Springs. So that's, we just don't know where in Disney Springs as at the moment. So, <laughs> but yeah, Absolutely. so if you. Go ahead, sorry. I was going to say, we started planning it, and yes, I, I'm unfortunately, I'm the one who has to travel internationally, so I have to think about it well ahead of time, which is why I've already booked stuff, but... Uh, yeah. so, so Trevor yeah. and Tom are, are, are an in. I'm still I'm still a maybe, depending on sports schedules. Of course. It's totally We'll fair. have to see. You don't need really, to. Really, who wants to see sports me? They all want to see Tom and Trevor, so I No, they, they all want to see you. That's, it's the opposite. <laughs> You're the only one they want to see. They've seen our faces before. They don't know what you look like. Yeah. True. Yeah. They, they, but see, that's going to be the problem for you at the meetup. The people are going to want to take selfies with you, and then all of a sudden, it's going to be all over the internet. You know, it's just <laughs> I doubt that's going to happen, but... Could we have, like, a weird cardboard cutout of Damon that we could if, use if he's not... If I don't go, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should just do like the paper bag on the head with the cutout or like a mask. Like, you know, you could, you could just wear a mask. You're not allowed to wear, wait, are you allowed to wear masks at Disney Springs? Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Purge mask or, would be good. Or you'd, uh, you'd have to hire a stand-in. Oh, that'd be well, that is absolutely true. I can send anybody. Yeah. We, you, we can, we can claim somebody as you 
and and they wouldn't know. Jeremy could go and be me now. Uh, but no, yeah, but everyone knows what Jeremy looks like because he posts himself <laughs> in the group all the time. That's true. That's true. All right, we got Let's do, we got to do our ad. Yeah, You're all right. Like okay. Way past. <laughs> all right, go ahead, Jeremy. Okay, yeah. Uh, so. Uh, DVC Resale Market, a world of DVC company, is the leader in the DVC resale industry with 13 former Disney Vacation Club guides and three former Disney Vacation Club quality assurance managers. If you're thinking of buying DVC, browse the largest selection of DVC resale listings anywhere with DVC experts on hand seven days a week to answer your questions. If you're thinking of selling, turn to the friendly professionals at DVC Resale Market where over 98% of listings sell within 30 days. In 2020, DVC Resale Market helped over 3,600 families join or add on to their memberships. Go to dvcresalemarket.com or call 1-844-DVC-PROS. That's 382-7767. And when you speak to them, let them know that Welcome Home sent you. All right. Thank you. Mm-hmm. The, uh, so DVC news. This isn't really DVC news. This is just resort news in general. But I feel like this you know, really kind of affects... It affects us. Yeah. 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 Sure. For sure. So, uh, this is, and by the way, Disney hasn't like announced this or anything. This has kind of been just going through the grapevines. And so I, you know, I, it's not that I don't believe, especially the folks in our group that have posted this, because there are people that have called Disney and, you know, asked about this, but, um, we haven't heard like an official announcement or like a policy change or anything like that. But basically, uh, what's being said is that there's a new policy that requires guests with split stays, meaning if, you know, if you're not familiar with the term split stay, you stay at one Disney resort for a certain amount of days and then you move to another Disney resort. It used to be that Bell Services would transfer all of your uh, perishable items to and from the resorts along with your luggage. Um, and that is not the case anymore. So they can no longer transfer perishable items uh, So over the past two weeks. So you, you basically have to move them yourself. Now, I guess it doesn't mean they won't store them anymore, right? So, like, I think they would still store them. It's just that they won't transfer them for you. So, I I think, or what my understanding on this reasoning was, there was some issues with um, people having medical items that, yeah. that were perishable. And so, it it is a liability for Disney, right? Like, if, if yeah. they, you know, mishandle it while it's being transferred and you know, something happens to somebody's medicine that, you know, it needs to be stay cool or whatever, um, that puts them on the hook. So Agreed. I, I can see why they need to take a stance like this on it. And, and again, you know, it's, it, it's hard because it's like, well, what, you know, what about other stuff? What about, you know, you know, non-medical stuff, but, you know, Disney can't draw that line, right? Like they, they have to kind of pick an all or nothing stance on it. So I get it. <laughs> yeah, it just makes you less. It makes split stays a little more difficult, right? Especially for someone like you, Trevor, who doesn't have a car. Like, for I think for Damon and I, it would probably be okay because we could just like pack up all our stuff in the car and drive it from one resort to the other if we had to, you know. Yeah. But it's a little bit different if you don't have the car, you know. Well, and I guess the thing is, like, if you need something that has to stay in a cooler, like, like it's. Um, like for me, if I if I was to do a split stay, I would plan around making sure that I have nothing like that with me. Like it, I wouldn't leave, or I would if I had perishable stuff. It'd be like okay, well, you know, I'd buy enough for the first part of the split stay, and then you know, buy more for the second half. Um, again, th- this is like you know, if somebody is doing like if they have medical stuff that they have to transport, you know, even just throwing it in the car, you know, uh you have to make sure you have a cooler that is, you know, able to, 
to transport the stuff. Like, it, it's not like you can throw it in the car, go to the park, and then come back later. Like, it, it does turn into a much bigger hassle because yeah. you're actually having to make sure that you, you know, get it to to the new resort and, you know, store it or hand it off to someone appropriately. Yep. So, yeah, I, I get where this is, you know, you know, for us, it's not going to be that big of a deal. Like, like you said, even, even without a car, I can definitely plan around it, but I, I can see where, you know, for some people, this is going to be a huge monkey wrench. Well, and for you, you don't really do split stays either, right? So like if you're not yet, but I mean, that's not to say it won't, it won't happen, but even if it does, I, like I said, I, I can plan well enough around making sure I don't have, you know, perishable stuff there that needs to stay in a, in a cooler or whatever. So, I mean, but I wonder if they would still, if they would transport a cooler though, like would they transport a cooler? Like if I had my own cooler with me and I filled it with ice and throw my stuff in there, I mean, you could just have it as luggage, right? That's a good question. I mean, yeah. I, I wonder if you if you stored it yourself, if they would just say, you know, whatever happens to it happens, right? But yeah, yeah, I don't know. All right. Well, yeah. I just had I wanted to bring that up because it was floating. Or I, I originally originally was not going to put this on there, but it was floating around too many of the groups for us not to mention. <laughs> so, and it does feel very DVC oriented because you know you do tend to order food with the DVC rooms because you know the kitchens and such. So, all right. So yeah. back to our Fab Fifty watch. And okay, can, can I call something on this first before we get into it? So, so yeah. I know you have a bunch of characters listed on here, but yeah. the source is all coming from WDWNT, which is sometimes well, questionable in their the, reporting. The long list of the rumored ones that they have is, you know, one thing, but the other ones have been officially announced. So the the ones that are on there, those are all official announcements that Disney's made on like Instagram and other social media places. So that that's not those are not in question. It's just the big list okay. that they came up with. So, um, so additional ones that have been announced: Piglet and Pooh, which you know makes pretty, sense. Pretty, yeah, pretty straightforward. Now here's where we start getting interesting. <laughs> okay, so so keeping in this line of thought, so Winnie the Pooh and Piglet still makes sense. Edna Mode from um, Incredible. Incredible. So okay, that that's crossing over into pixar territory that's fine edna mode is still she's been around long enough that you know is iconic yeah all that still makes sense dante from coco (laughs) what the heck like like that is uh, again one's out there don't, don't get me wrong i like coco but this is the weirdest choice for a fab 50 it is strange yeah because he wasn't even a main character in that movie, right? <laughs> like, like, like he, and, and honestly, his 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 screen time in that movie, like he definitely was great in the scenes that he was in, but he, like, yeah, it's uh, it's an odd it's an odd choice. Now that one, by the way, they said is going to be at. I think that one's going to be. Where did they say? Did it say Epcot? Yeah, um, revealed for Epcot as yep, part of revealed the, for yeah. Epcot, and so, and then and then. But that also, makes me just think that they want to put that in the Mexico Pavilion, right? Like that's, you know, and they decided they didn't want to go with Miguel, right? And they just that you know what I mean? Like they, yeah, yeah I don't know. But again, th- th- this is kind of invalidating the whole Fab Fifty thing because it's yeah. you know th- they're literally just 
randomly picking characters because then the next one is Joe Gardner from Soul, which again, nothing wrong with Soul, but that's a fairly new movie and it seems like it seems like they're just, you know, picking whatever suited somebody's attention that day. Well, I mean, I feel like they probably do have a certain rhyme or reason to this, right? Like, oh, this one's going to be at Hollywood Studios, too. So uh, this one actually looks really cool. Like, it's got a cool look to it. Um, I have not seen Soul yet, though, so I, I need to get on that. But, yeah, it's a, it's an interesting choice. I think they're just trying to incorporate some of the newer movies in there, you know? Right, but but then again, like like I said, that you know, saying the thing that's hanging me up on this is, you know, they said it's the Fab 50, which, you know, you're going back to, you know, the original, um, uh, you know, the, the original terminology around, it's like, you know, these are the iconic characters. Yeah. These like, you know, to, I guess to myself, you know, I know these characters, I wouldn't say that all of them are iconic. Yeah. Because it, it just seems like they're, they're just, like you said, they're more looking at, well, you know, we have this space. What makes sense to throw in this space? Not necessarily yeah. does it, you know, make sense as part of the 50th celebration. Just, you know, oh, we just need, you know, you know, throw Dante in here because, yeah, it's the Mexico Pavilion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So the other thing that I have on this list is, you know, so as you mentioned, WWNT said that they've looked at a lot of the art for this and a lot of the announcements and have come up with what they think the 50 is going to be. Now, is that is that reliable? I don't know. Right. <laughs> like, who knows? It could be wrong. Uh, and it probably is. But I think it's interesting to speculate. So I'll just quickly read the list that they have and we can, you know talk about that does that yeah. sound good all right so mini mickey obviously donald duck goofy daisy duck pluto chip dale lumiere cogsworth joe gardner timon pumba figment okay these are all ones so far that have been pretty much announced right mm -hmm. uh orange bird which you know i wouldn't be shocked if there was an orange bird one that that seems mm -hmm. like it'll happen dante again have been announced uh edna mode now we got Woody, Bo Peep, Buzz Lightyear. All those make sense. I think that those are possible, but those have not been announced yet, I don't think. Um, go ahead. Sorry, Trevor. No, go ahead. No, keep going. Yeah. Matt Hatter. Interesting choice. <laughs> I, I'm not against Matt Hatter. It's still... I'm not against it either. Yeah. Uh, Dumbo. Yeah. Timothy. Uh, Stitch. Mm -hmm. Doesn't surprise me. Cheshire, Cheshire Cat kind of does a little bit. But people are really into into the Cheshire Cat, so I get it. Uh, Miguel, so Miguel is on here, so maybe Miguel shows up with Dante. I don't know. Uh, maybe they're one statue, or well, no. They why why would they Dante announce Dante? Because yeah, they they would have announced Dante and Miguel if they were going to do that, right? I don't know. I guess we'll I guess we'll see, right? And Bambi, yeah. Thumper. So those make sense. Uh, Pooh, we already have that announced. Pinocchio. Uh huh. I think that's good. Rocket Raccoon, I actually have been totally in favor of Rocket Raccoon and Baby Groot. Okay. Bring, bring it on. Like, this is where this whole thing falls apart. Rocket Raccoon and Baby Groot. No. Like, that doesn't... <laughs> I see. I'm in for that. Like, I'm but, all about it. But, like, yeah, it would be cool, but it does not make sense. Like, no, they're, they're, it could, like th this list starts transitioning into Absurdity. Marvel and, and Star Wars IPs, and I don't think, like, I don't see that. I don't see that happening. Yeah. Um, Frozone, mm -hmm. 
Do, wait, but how would they have Frozone and not like the family of the Incredibles? That's weird. Because Frozone still gets a lot of memes and stuff because Samuel oh, okay. L. Jackson yeah. voiced him. All right. Then we got Gus. Why just Gus? <laughs> yeah. What is 35? Jock? Yeah. Jock from what? <laughs> I, mm, is that the other mouse? I should know this, but yeah, I should know this too. I'm I'm really bad though with that. Uh, yeah, it's the other mouse. It's the other mouse. Okay, yeah. see, I'm bad with my Cinderella knowledge. Um, so okay, so it's not just it's not just Gus. But why would they have separate statues for them? That, Again, like be yeah, that that's where this whole list starts to fall apart as well. R two D two. Yeah. Again, not shocked by that. And BB-8 as well. I'm not shocked by either one of those. I wouldn't be surprised if either one of those are there. Uh, Piglet, again, well, that one's been announced, so we're there. Mm-hmm. But again, they list these as two separate ones. I've been under the impression this whole time that Disney's doing 50 statues. And Piglet and Pooh were together on one statue, right? Yeah. That, like, that's they didn't re- say 50 characters. They said 50 statues. That the, Again, there, there's a couple of reasons this list falls apart is that they're they're not factoring in the combined statues and they're just picking stuff from from IPs that probably won't you won't see anything from them. Maybe. Number 39, they have Pua, which doesn't make any sense because Pua is like barely in Moana. <laughs> like- well, but it could be Pua and Hey Hey, though. Well, yeah, if Pooh and Hey Hey are together, sure. Like, yeah. that's that's fine. Like, and I think Hey Hey is actually a good one to have. I, I like that as a choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lady and Tramp are listed separately. Again, I feel like that's a combo statue, right? Like, yeah. Simba, of course, right? We I think Simba's got to be there. Now, Bruni, I, I don't know. I, I mean, it's a cute character, right? That's, that's the lizard from yeah. version two, right? Again, Bruni and Olaf could could work. be together. Yeah, because yeah, they kind of were like little friends in that in that in that movie. And then I feel like Sebastian and Flounders should be one too. That should be a one statue to me. Yep. And then uh, you said Olaf, and then Abu, and then we have Tinkerbell and Ariel. The thing I noticed <laughs> the most from this list is there's one princess and it's Ariel and that yeah. there's no way is just one princess. Just I, no way. I, I think a lot of the ones on this list, they're going to be combined right. statues and there's going to be far more than this. And some of the I ones agree. are just totally out in left field. <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, there's yeah. just, yeah, it's yeah. I, I, I mean, there's some interesting ones on here. I mean, I, and I don't necessarily disagree that I don't, I, I mean, I, I think, None of these on here are all that far out to me that I don't think that they could be there. Like, you know, I could see all of them, but I also just the the omissions, like to have Edna Mode and Frozone from Incredibles and not have any of the rest of the family, like that just doesn't make any sense to and, me. And that goes back to my whole statement about, you know, the Fab 50 thing is, you know, when you're picking supporting characters and side characters and shows, how are you saying that this is the Fab 50? Yeah, I, I I totally agree, and that's yeah. why I, I I don't believe in the validity of this list, list at all. But it's fun to talk about. Like, yeah. it's interesting because I think we all know that WDWNT doesn't always post the most accurate stuff. But I always like to use them because I like to speculate, and I think it's fun for us to discuss these things, even if they're not true. You know, and I, and I feel like we always try to make the distinction that you know, 
This yeah, is the, a rumor, the, right? The, yeah, this is <laughs> purely rumor. This is yes. not real. I, I disagree with it. As, as soon as they started listing Marvel and Star Wars characters, I think that that was totally off. Like they, and, and again, the ones that they threw in, no sense whatsoever. Yeah. So you don't think you don't think there's any Marvel or see I th- I think there's going to be Marvel and Star Wars I, I I just think there are, but you didn't think there were going to be Pixar though and then th- there's been some Pixar ones in there but so. but Pixar is still close enough like like it, it's yeah, ingrained enough than in the Marvel parks yeah that I, I feel it Marvel and Star Wars I don't feel they're quite there yet they are definitely getting there but I I don't think that. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense in my head for them to to claim the Fab 50 and then just, you know, throw in, you know, a random character from the Star Wars universe. Like like not even like, you know, you know, R2, yeah, it should be like R2 and C3PO or yeah. Chewie or something like that, not just R2 and BB8. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's probably easier to do statues of those two than a full like man figure, you know. They're they're not looking at okay, look look at that statue. They're not of doing Joe sides, Gardner. Right. They're not yeah. looking at easy. <laughs> That's true. That's true. You know what? True. They're not they're not making like full size things. They're they'll shrink people down to whatever, yeah. right? So All right, let's let's go ahead and do our other ad and then we'll we'll uh, talk about a couple more things. I know Damon's just waiting to talk about the Gal- Galactic Star Cruiser stuff that we've seen. <laughs> yeah. We'll we'll get to it here. <laughs> yep. Damon Damon's just waiting for that part. We're we're going to get to it. Uh, I actually watched the whole video for that, but we'll we'll get into it in mm-hmm. a minute. So, okay, uh, Monero Financial, guys. Uh, so we talked earlier about DVC resale market and uh, buying a DVC resale contract. If you're looking for financing options for your DVC purchase, look no further than Monero Financial. Monero, a world of DVC company, is the industry leader for financing DVC resale contracts. Monero offers lending with no credit checks often very low down payments, terms as long as 10 years, and no prepayment penalties. If you're thinking of purchasing a DVC contract, go check out their quick online quote first. You might be surprised at just how affordable joining DVC can be. Go to ManeraFinancial.com or call 317-245-8800. And when you speak to them, be sure to let them know that Welcome Home sent you. Okay. This next item is pretty much a, it's a pretty quick one, right? We, we there's not a lot we need to talk about here, but I feel like it needs to be brought up. Yachtsman Steakhouse, Columbia Harbor House, Pizza Safari, and Toledo all reopening uh, in August, I think. Right? Let's yep. see, all of them are reopening in August, so that's great news for more food options. I, I think a lot of people were waiting for Yachtsman to return. Um, so, you know, the, the Yacht Club Resort opens, uh, you know, it, or did it already open back up? I'm sorry. Yeah. The Yacht Club already opened back up, right? Mm-hmm. It's hard to keep track of everything. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that's good. You know, it's, it's just the next step towards more normal, right? Yeah, exactly. Despite everything else going on. But, um, but yeah, Toledo, I've never been to Toledo, actually. That's not a place I've been. So, um, that one's at Coronado Springs, probably because I've never been to Coronado Springs. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's really not any reason for us to go to Coronado Springs right now. So that's true. I do know some people that have been to that restaurant though and say that it's very good. So, and then, um, you know, Pizza Safari is, you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's again, more, more quick service and, and all that. So it's the pizza Rizzo of animal kingdom. <laughs> it is. I, I mean, it's, it's not bad, but, uh, and then your, you know, your favorite one, Columbia Harbor house is open at magic kingdom. I personally did not like it, but I mean, the lobster oh, really? roll was not good when I ate it there. <laughs> it's funny. Cause I, you know, the group we went with a couple of people got lobster rolls and said they were great. And, uh, I'd gotten like a chicken pot pie there and it was really good. So like, I, I mean, you know, I got a couple, I, I, I've, I hadn't had any complaints about it, but, uh, you know, 
I, I thought some people really liked the lobster roll there. I thought that was a popular item, but maybe I just got it on a bad day. I don't know. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe. All right. So we don't really need to talk about that anymore, but I just wanted to bring it up. I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that all this stuff is opening back up. So for those that didn't see this, uh, Disney Imagineering put out a 20 minute long video, basically a behind the scenes of the Galactic Star Cruiser. Uh, kind of talking a lot about some of the things that are co- that is coming, and we we got to see uh, like a preview of the food, just like a brief preview. They didn't actually like talk about it, but we got to see what it looked like. Right? Yeah. Um, I don't know if either one of you guys watched this video, but I did. I watched it all the way through just to kind of see. I sent it to you. Of course, I watched it. <laughs> well, I figured, Damon, I, since you sent it, that you watched it. So. Yeah, I, I watched it as well. It's um, it, it's very interesting. Like there, so there's a. I guess. What do we want to talk about first, the food or the storytelling? Or All right, let's talk about the food first because okay. I think that I, I, again, maybe I'm wrong here. I think everyone would agree that it looked ridiculously amazing, and yeah, I'm just all for it. Like I don't think there was anything I was disappointed in in terms of the food offerings from what we saw so far. Again, like I wasn't down with the, the what was that blue shrimp? Like obviously not, <laughs> blue but like business crazy looking. <laughs> but like I get it, right? So I, I thought the food they did a really good job from what we saw of making it look otherworldly, which is kind of what we're searching for here. Yeah, yeah. They they made it seem like it was something from another planet, and that's great. I mean, they were good at that with Galaxy's Edge, right? And and I like how they're incorporating too, like the that one dessert that like has the logo of the starship in it that looks pretty cool. Uh, looks like there's a yeah. lot of use of the like the little smoke, like the dry ice or whatever look. That's pretty cool too. And I think uh, we said it. It was a couple episodes ago. We both said this. Damon was that you know if if it's like a cruise ship, you you expect the food to be really good, right? Like like yeah. it's not just. Like like visually, it looks good, but even from what they were describing, it sounds like, you know, the the meal is going to be as much a part of the experience. It's not going to be a hey, we're going to stop what we're doing to go grab a meal. You're, it's going to be a continuation of the experience, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I I was I was all about that. That was definitely a, a win. I don't know. What what do we want to talk about next? I You know, so I'll just mention, so some of the interesting things I found about the video is is they were really talking a lot about the storytelling piece and how, mm-hmm. and, and we kind of talked about this, I feel like a few episodes ago, is how they were going to work certain things, right? And And I feel like they answered some of those questions where it's like, you can be as involved or not involved as you want to be. And that sucks. Like, <laughs> well, you want everybody on, but that's the thing. They can't force everybody to be on board. Right. You know, like, but, here, but here's the thing, right? So the, the way I kind of got this whole cosplay, not cosplay thing is, is that, so I'm going to have to worry about, you know, the 50 year old dude from Ohio who decides that he either a wants to dress up and cosplay better than the characters there. And I end up talking to him and missing out on all the cool stuff. Cause I don't know what he's doing or B that he's not going to dress up and then, like totally ruin the immersion. Like there's just no win there. I I think the better thing would have been, Hey guys, you got to throw on these robes and that's just what it is here. I don't know. I was disappointed in that fully because, you know, I know a fair amount of cosplayers, right. And I know some real legit ones and their stuff is legit, legit, but I don't need to go see a cardboard stormtrooper. Like I'm not about that, but like this is going to be expensive. Yeah, but like, who's gonna? I don't. I feel like the thing is, they Dude, they have to. 
everybody like, will. Like no, but you, who's going to pay that much and not be really into it? A lot of people. You think like, so? Rich like, people I mean, I that are just doing do it. it right? There's a large range of cosplay out there, but, Tom. But forget <laughs> it. So think about it like this, though. Let's just say that I'm really into Star Wars, right? And they even mentioned it in the video. You know, maybe my wife's not. She's not going to be like cosplaying Princess Leia because she's not about it, right? But I am, or I'm not even really, to be honest with you. I just want to go for the experience. But if you're a super Star Wars person in a non-Star Wars family, which exists everywhere, that's where it's going to be a problem. I don't know. I was so, so on board. And then I was just so disappointed that they're, I'd rather they allowed nobody to cosplay. And then just made it that your regular digs and your what they mentioned tracksuit, right? Like your regular digs and your tracksuit is just what everyone is, and you're just going to be a passenger from Earth. Like that would have been better than letting people cosplay. And dude, I don't want to see your crappy cosplay. Like I said, I'm not looking for cardboard stormtroopers. That's not what this is about. Like either I'm a guest on this starship, and everyone that's you know part of Disney should have it all amped up, or not. I, I don't know. I, I was I, disappointed in that. I did notice that there was a little message across the bottom of the screen when they said that, that said there will be guidelines. Like, so. Yeah, well, you're not getting the, the gold bikini Leia. Yeah, that's, yeah. There's, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I also don't think someone's going to show up with a cardboard uh, stormtrooper outfit either. You wait, I, I, they will. No, no, I'm saying I think there's going to be guidelines for specifically. What, what, what are the guidelines going to be? Like, no, dude, you don't check the box to being good enough for cosplay, you're out? Yeah. Like, Nah, for that kind, for that good. expensive of an experience, yeah, totally. The, Why not? If they're if they're going to force that on everyone, then you might as well just force people to wear the robes and then be done with it. Yeah, that was the totally the better way to go. Like you could have just I done appreciate Jedi the flexibility robes. of it, though. I see. I like. I liked. See, I had the opposite reaction. I was like, "That's great for people that don't want to like get themselves involved in the story. They can watch." But the then story. don't let anyone be involved in the story. Yeah, but that's the whole point is to be involved in like to be a part but of But be involved in the story as a passenger from Earth then. Like I'm I'm disappointed that you're gonna like it's the same thing that they have in the parks. Why can't people dress up as princesses? I've seen people that cosplay that have way better outfits than the princesses of Disney do, right? Why don't they allow that to happen? There's a reason, and that same reason should carry over. I I guess what I was hoping for, what I was kind of expecting from that was that it, the other way to offer is, you know, like you're saying, Damon, you know, give or, you know, give everyone a robe is, you know, cosplay in the sense that there's like a limited wardrobe you can select from. Right. Like, yeah, like cool. I, I yeah, would I'm rather that, that they have a store there or something where they're like, hey, you know, as you're going on this excursion, you get to pick, you know, from these things like they have, you know, a whole range of, you know, the Jedi stuff, the first mm -hmm. order, whatever. And maybe you, you have to even pay for it. Right? Yeah, they can and, make and, more money. and that's I'm fine. You know, that. yeah, you pay extra for that. You get, you know, that outfit for while you're you're on the uh, on the, the Halcyon, and yep. that's it. Like it should, like it, I guess that's the thing is you know when they when they start saying, hey, you know, you can do like full cosplay, like makeup and all that kind of stuff. That's yeah, I, I see your point. Is that where it get where it gets weird? And it's like you're gonna have. Yeah, either side of it where you're either really into it or – but then I guess on the flip side, you know, if – like I get some people are going to, you know, they want to do a day where, you know, they're fully dressed up and then the next day they just want to be casual. But, you know, I guess if you're paying all that money and you're just showing up in a track suit the whole time or you're just not invested in it. Yeah. I'm trying I, to track suit every day. 
like but like why even do it though if you're not going to be really into it i just like i don't like, know if well, and, and i guess really you know, you know dressing up doesn't mean you're not really into it it's just no no you know, it's i don't think the dressing up has to happen but i mean like you know a lot of what they talked about here were like the story elements right where you're like you know you could be in batu and like talking to somebody that the, one of the locals there and they could give you a mission on the ship or something so, right okay so let me answer, ask this question then so if you can cosplay or they must be that you can go to Batu when no one else is there, because that's not what it seems like to me. It well, like then you're going to allow people to cosplay in the park, then, which is totally yeah. against their rules. I think. I think they. I think they, it seems like they are. Yeah, because then you could just walk out of Galaxy's Edge and go wherever, right? In full it, yeah. Cosplay. So you you can you can only cosplay within that specific area of the park. Like, man, I don't know. I think uh, that that well, was a bad look for them. I, I don't know. I, I I think it makes sense. I think you can't force everybody to do that. I just think you you would have then people don't, going then like, force I'll pay three thousand dollars. I'll do what I want. You know what like, I mean? I don't want the dude from Ohio with his blue face paint on. That like I don't want him interacting with my story. And here's the other thing. Before we talk about the good things, here's the other bad thing. Right that they mentioned. Oh, so there's going to be a passenger that maybe wants to smuggle luggage on. Dude, it's going to be like an online RPG spawn point fest. And that's going to be a problem. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's going to be camping the, the They're going to be guy. camping the luggage. Exactly. That's exactly what's going to happen. They're going to camp the luggage. Like, you know, there seemed like there was a few things to do, which was good. But with the amount of people, it's going to be camped. Like, dude, I loved EverQuest, but camping journeyman boots was like the most for terrible yeah, thing for anyone ever that's happened. played WoW or any of those games. You know what we're talking about. It's, you know, you know, people, yeah. people figure out or once people figure out the game, so to speak, and you know how to optimize on it, they'll be like, Oh, I want to do this thing. So you'll have like a group of people standing around some inconspicuous luggage and, you know, <laughs> waiting for the guy to show up so they can help him. Yes. <laughs> I think it'd be funny if they smuggled some guest luggage. Uh, <laughs> they actually have you just moving other guest luggage. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> they don't have to hire bellhops. They just, you know, they pick a part of the story. <laughs> yeah. well, and, and this is going to be what's interesting about it. And this is where I'm starting to wonder because we haven't seen a floor plan. So now let's talk about, again, some maybe some of the good stuff is I did like that there was some stories that are going to incorporate themselves not only across the hotel, but mm. Batu. Yeah, but yeah. the rides as well, right? That was really cool. I don't know how that's all going to work with, you know, regular people there, but you know, whatever, we'll wait and see what they say. I think it's going to be a little bit of a cosplay disaster, but okay. I like that. Now I'm wondering if, you know, some of the things that we saw were lightsaber training, which, you know, again, we've seen the, the renditions for that already, but also they went to a little bit more discussion about kind of what you can do on the bridge and the bridge training. I'm hopeful that maybe there's multiple bridges, yeah. but I don't know how they pull that off. Or maybe there's just so much to do in the bridge. Like I don't, I, I'm hopeful that it's not something where again, it becomes very online RPG and you're waiting outside the door for people to go through their instance dungeon. You know what I mean? Like, but excuse, let me rephrase that. So maybe it's I would better. like it if it was better, if it was instance type dungeon rather than what we would see in other older RPGs where you're sitting around waiting for the group in front of you to finish. But yeah, but maybe it's like your whole day's blocked out, right? Like you, you show up and they give you a schedule of like, here's what's happening today. But you right? can pick what you want to do at set. Yeah. So I don't think yeah. they can do that. But I mean, uh, it's I, such a small amount of people that are going to be, I mean, there's only, what what is it, like 50 rooms or it's not a lot of rooms. 100 people is not a small amount of people. 
when no, you but when, I mean, when you're looking at those renditions and you see six people in them. Yeah. And and you're talking, you know, individual like like this whole thing is is it's it's they've highlighted as a very choose your own adventure kind of thing. Like that's true. Yeah. Like what happens next de- is determined what if, by what if everyone goes to the bridge. What if everyone just legitimately were like, you know what? F life lifesavers today. Yeah, we're we're all bridge crew this week. <laughs> we're all bridge. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I get that. I'm sure they've thought about this, though. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it was interesting that they said six years. And I think what I found the most interesting about it was is that they planned these rides with this art hotel already in mind, which was kind of cool. Yeah, that they, they built the land and the hotel like at the same time, basically. Like, they yeah. designed them at the same time. I, I think that the stories are going to be good, but I think that they're going to be spoiled rather quickly, which is why I want to get in as early as possible. And I'm still not... There's definitely good there, but there's. I think this announcement made me less excited rather than more excited. Oh, wow. Absolutely, because I'm not about this camping and I'm not about this cosplay. But if there's so many different storylines going on, then is somebody just going to camp out for that one storyline or are you going to do other stories? There's always the coolest one. So, so, so here's the interesting thing with that is that, you know, you know, what you're talking about with online games where people figure it out very quickly. The thing about that is people have the opportunity to keep repeating and like really breaking down what's going on there. Um, this, like, unless somebody is paying to keep redoing this over and over and over again, you'll get people's individual experiences on it, but it's going to take a while before you get a real breakdown of like, you know, Hey, there's really only five storylines and, you know, you know, you, you get A, B, and C choices, right? Like they can also change them on the fly too. They can change these storylines constantly if they want to. Yeah, I, I think Trevor, it's going to take a shorter amount of time than you think, just because there's they're, they're going to run them back to back, and I don't think there's going to be so many different storylines. You just you can't plan for that with with all these you know all these things that are going on. So I think that we're going to see. I don't know. I think you probably have six months. That's what I feel like. That's why I'm trying to get in early. And I think after six months, you're going to be like, all right, you're going on the Starship. All right, well, make sure you do the luggage guy. And then after you do the luggage guy, yeah, you know, I would say do the lightsaber training over the bridge because the bridge isn't as good or, you know, you do it in this order. I think there's going to be a lot of that because it is a game at the end of the day. Yeah. In, I, in a cool game. I understand but- what you're saying. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, again, it's, I, I, it's just a matter of how much you can do over two days and two nights, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, it would be cool if it was set up like you're saying, Tom, where there's, you know, a thousand storylines yeah. and they change them all the time or, you know, again, some whatever number that is. But I just don't think they can do that. Like, I just don't yeah. think that's feasible. Yeah, I do think it's interesting, though, that you'll be able to go into the park, like into Batu. And it, uh, the thing that surprised me is like, they kind of made it seem like, it's a free for all when you go into Batu. Like it's not like a guided thing where they're going to have somebody being like, "Okay, we're going to go do this thing. We're going to go do th- no." But, but this th- thing. think about what they said though. They said that that when you go into the, the park, maybe there'll be somebody there that wants you to smuggle something back onto yeah. the ship, right? Yeah, yeah. So is that going to mean that every single person, a hundred and whatever people, can smuggle that same item back onto the ship? Hopefully, because again, if not, what is that going to turn into? Well, and you know how the, people are at Disney. They're going to be like, I yeah. paid $3,000 a night. Yep. I'm smuggling my stuff back. You know, you know how it goes. Well, I also find it interesting, too, though. Like, how are they going? How are the people? How's a cashier at the the toy maker place going to identify this is a Galactic Star uh, Cruiser pro- guest? You, either you're going to have some sort of magic band. Magic band kind mm-hmm. of device. Yeah. yeah or something yeah. along those lines, right? That's what I would think. Yeah. I, I just think that it's also going to be really 
really tough to do this in a regular park day. I almost, again, wonder if there's, it would be way cooler to give me an hour before the park opened or something like that, or an hour yeah, after. Yeah, something, yeah, I, man. I feel that it almost, like, if, if they're going to have these kinds of experiences, because like you said, you know, if there's, if there's somebody in like the, the, the toy maker shop <laughs> that you're trying to get his attention and it's yeah. chaotic in there that particular day, well, like, <laughs> and, and think about what's going to happen. Like, right. You, you totally, totally want to talk about monocling somebody. Like that's where it's going to be a problem is the people that like are on this cruise ship are going to be like, Hey, I'm on this super exclusive so-and-so like you need yeah. to move to the side. I need to talk to the toy maker. And then, you know, somebody else is going to be like, Oh no, you don't. And then it's going to turn into a problem. <laughs> There's no way the galactic star cruiser guests are waiting for rise of the resistance either. Right? Like they're, <laughs> yeah, that, no, yeah. to your point, Damon, that makes me, that does make me think they're going to do it after hours or before hours. Cause if they're going to change kind of the storyline for those things. No, I don't think they are. I think those stories already fit into what they built. That was the whole point of being the at the same time. Yeah. I, I think both smugglers run and galactic star cruiser actually pick up like, like there is a larger story there and you just see a part of it on the ride. Yeah. Yes. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. It's going to be interesting, but that again, it just led to more questions for me more and questions. yeah. And probably less excited. The cosplay thing really did me in a little bit. I, I you know, maybe there's going to be so many stipulations around it. That it changes it, but I don't know for now, like that part of it was not all that interesting to me. I think the one of the cool things that I thought from it, just kind of some, some of the, the experiences that they were describing, like the whole idea mm-hmm. of like you learning how to dock a ship and then you can see a person on the screen or like an alien on the screen. Yeah, uh, that was say, cool. Yeah, saying they want to come in and then you dock them and then they actually show up in real life. Like that's, yeah. that kind of but, stuff is so cool. But right? again, right? I want then I want to be the dude docking the alien, or is the alien getting docked a hundred times? And maybe they're getting docked a hundred times. There's a hundred different aliens, you know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but you, you see, you see what I'm saying. Like, there's going to be this sort of elitist attitude sure. that I want to do everything. But then again, know. but you know, like we're saying, there are some people that are not going to want to do that stuff, right? There are some people that are just going to be like, I'm just going to watch and don't want to participate in this stuff. You know, I don't want to deal with uh, talking to somebody about smuggling stuff. Sure. I don't think that's going to be the majority, but there definitely will be those people. At at least not in the beginning. It'll be, yeah, the people at the beginning will be those all in. Yeah. What you're talking about, Damon. But I think as it goes along. I'm definitely wearing a tracksuit, though. Like (laughs) because they mentioned tracksuit, that's the only thing I'm bringing with me is tracksuit. Make sure it's like silver and shiny. So it, it looks like it could be almost futuristic, but Adidas three stripe tracksuits. That's it. (laughs) The other thing that struck me too, is when they were talking about the, uh, like the idea that there's like the, the performance that's happening during dinner Mm -hmm. and the Mm -hmm. people performing, like, you know, you might encounter them later and they might ask you to do a mission. It felt very fifth element to me. But, <laughs> but, you know, but again, like, how, how does that work? Like, what does dinner look like know. if there's like 30 or 40 people having <laughs> dinner and like, does, does the performer like walk up to each table and like, Hey, I got something for you. Like, I mean, maybe I think it's more you run into cost, them later though. Like, you know, right. maybe this is just going to cost so much money that there's going to be 3000 actors. Yeah. There's going to be tons of actors. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they also were saying like, there are going to be people like, you know, maybe a, 
person around the corner that like you know like reaches out to you and, and says hey come here like come help me or something like you know like it seems like they're gonna engage with 30 people, people waiting around the corner camping him but, but yeah. again they can move it all the time though they can move it all the time like they can yeah. do different different places and different you know areas they, like, they can only do so much though tom again yeah, e- even get- in even in an rpg that's semi-randomized i'm telling you that there's still scripted matter. events Sure, it, sure. Yeah, it still is not going to matter. Like, again, dude, I always go back to EverQuest and these journeyman boots that, you know, there was always, like, people figure it out, even if they're semi-random, it's it's going to be one of those things. Because, you know, then you'll have 10 people around this corner, another 10 people around the other corner, 30 people around the first corner. Like, I want to get there before that. I'm hopeful I can get there before that. But yeah, they're talking just- about, like, the way people are talking, it's like, this thing's going to go up, and, like, you're not going to be able to, you know, get a reservation, Seems that way, yeah. Ah, man, make, I hope they make it so expensive that a lot of people just bag out, and I can well, just monocle my way in with my Riviera contract. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, listen, maybe we'll get some, maybe we'll get some uh, preferred booking as DVC members, you know, like they do for cruises and stuff like that. Nope, yeah. I don't even want that. I just, I just want it to be straight up a money thing. Okay, well, no, just that too. Priority booking being like we get to book it before it becomes available yeah. to the public. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be cool. Yeah. But I mean, listen. If you haven't, you think there's going to be a press thing? Probably. I would think there's going to be some sort of like walkthroughs. This is, I mean, based on how they were describing this, this seems. I was thinking to myself, do they have like a director like that's managing? Like, because there's so many different things going on, right? Like, how they manage or an Imagineer director? That's what I mean. Do they have like an on-site person that is like the person in charge that's directing like it's you can't just have a regular hotel manager right like you need somebody that's yeah, in charge of the story and like the you know what i mean i mean there there should be like a one cruise person. director right yeah there should yeah. be a cruise director but i don't even know if that's one person tom that may be a lot more people than one but several no i'm saying it's probably got to be several people yeah. right like i'm just thinking how you even from an operation standpoint make this work so i'm assuming there's going to be dry runs there's probably going to be a press thing like right? can you complain about your room like like at a regular hotel yeah yeah why not right yeah i'm assuming (laughs) i this there's there's a lot of interesting things to this and i you know we only know so much but if you haven't watched the video i think it's a good 20 minutes of your time if you're interested in this right yeah it's good for building hype and it definitely makes me more interested in it but yeah like you said damon it, it does bring up a lot of questions which i hope we get answered as we get closer to it actually coming online but uh i mean as it stands right now you know yeah i'm I'm kind of in the same boat as you damon that you know i want to try and get on this thing as soon as possible barring it not being ridiculously outside of my budget (laughs) oh i'm 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 booking regardless right like i can say whatever bad i want to say about it but i'm going to tell you if booking was right now (laughs) i'm booking you're booking and i don't know what that price point is yet that puts me like out out so two nights Two days, two nights. So I'm guessing two days, two nights. you show up say, in the evening, right? And you stay over. Then you have a full day the next yep. day. You stay over another night. And then, I don't know, do you leave in the morning that third day, I guess, right? I don't know. I'm going to say that my price point to be out, though, is three grand a person. Out okay. of that three grand a person, then I just don't know. But that's what I feel like fits me. Like, I'll go three grand a person, but you, you start charging me like more than that, then I don't know if I if I can be in. It's gonna, I feel like that's a pretty decent number, $1,500 a person a night. 
I was wondering to myself, like, are we? Yeah, no, I, I agree with you, Damon. I, I'm, I am wondering to myself, like, if they're going to have free roaming droids on this on the ship, they like, darn well better. They should, right? <laughs> At fifteen hundred dollars a night, I want, <laughs> yeah. I want droids. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot. Disney's they, being very but, deliberate about releasing little bits and pieces of this. As they here, know, here's right? here's the other thing. Don't you feel like? I mean, they were stealing sporks, right? Don't you feel like everything's going to, like, I could see people trying to, like, walk out with droids. Or, no, like, I yeah, could nothing, see, like, Anything that's not tied down. Like, like the, the smuggler's luggage. Like, somebody will take that back to their room. <laughs> oh, I want the luggage tag from the smuggler's luggage. Like, <laughs> is it just going to be one of those things where, like, it's going to be charged, like, high enough that that's okay? But then how do you, like, fix that stuff in between? Like, I'm just, I'm worried about that because it sounds so cool, but, like... Oh no, man! People steal stuff. People are going to ruin it. They, they, they took sporks stuff out of. <laughs> they took sporks. sporks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anything not nailed down is going to be free game on this ship for sure. Yeah, but they, they'll also notice those things are missing, and then they could charge people for them. Like, right? I mean, they could. They not could say, knock off an antenna from a droid. Well, that's true, but I, <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm assuming this place is also going to be crawling in cameras, and they could catch you. Doing I wonder. That, so. I wonder mm-hmm. if there's going to be some sort of funky, like galactic scanning on the way in and out. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> galactic. Wow, that looks like BB10's yeah. antenna. Like, where'd that come from? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're getting searched by some stormtroopers, even though you know that's kind of cool, actually, it's cool, yeah, right. But also, and also intimidating, even though you know it's not, you know, like real. But well, still. when they actually pull you aside and put you in Disney jail, but, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because you stole BB10's antenna, like, that's a problem. <laughs> they did mention something about the brig on the ship, right? Where they mentioned that part one of the missions might be to throw somebody. In, in the brig so yes or <laughs> yeah. rescue him right depending on what oh, or rescue about. him yeah or rescue yeah. him depending Man, on what i just I'm, that- I'm telling you i just picture like especially when i hear something like that i just picture 50 people waiting around one corner right and then another 50 people waiting around another corner all trying to do the same thing yeah, I, or, I'm sure there's some way to manage it. Or yeah, that 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 is kind of funny that it's like you have to wait for you know like somebody in the in the the new order throws a guy in jail, yeah, and then you know a rebel has to come along and break him out, but then someone else from the new order throws him back in jail. So like the dude is just constantly <laughs> cast member eight hasn't spawned yet. Everyone, please wait. <laughs> I mean, we'll have to see how they manage this stuff, right? I think this is a lot of open questions. So. I, the, the lightsaber training looked kind of cool, right? I like how they talked about feeling it, right? I wonder how they're going to pull that off. I'm sure there's going to be some cool things around that, though. Yeah. Oh, I also like the idea of the uh, the working blasters, too, where you, you could be on the bridge and you can, like, you know, they they have blasters there. So you can, I, I'm assuming Just at some like point, shoot you're going to get attacked. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna, it's a, and they said they're gonna have a lot of them, right? So, like, I'm assuming at some point you're gonna get attacked and you're gonna get to shoot down some, uh, some, some ships, right? So, <laughs> everybody just gets on a gun and, yeah. Yeah. That sounds like fun. I'm, I'm in for that. <laughs> but again, 30 people in there, 20 guns, like, what's gonna happen? Like, gotta be some or, way to manage this. There's gotta be. Well, I, and I don't want it to be like ride management because then that's kind of like takes you out of it. Like, I'm curious to see how that all goes. Is there 20 guns and there's only 20 people in that room? And then does, you know, number 21 wait outside until they're done? You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that yeah. No, makes it way less cool. But but I it's have the, to wonder if, the you know, the same way that they used that, you know, we were talking about how they've done smugglers run where it's, you know, like a turntable and they've got different rooms that you go into. Mm-hmm. 
I got to wonder if they'll have something like that where, you know, the, they take out the concept of waiting for it and that, you know, yeah, group A is in, is in this bridge doing their thing. Group B can go over here. And then there's always like, like you're always having people flowing in and out of these areas. I hope so. Right. Yeah. And that could be why it, it there's there's the limitations on is that it's not that the hotel itself is is huge. It's that they may have additional copies of the same room and they're leading people down different hallways and stuff to the same thing, right? Yeah, yeah. that's that's you know something we don't know yet, right? I mean, that's that'll be interesting. I I think that makes sense though, Trevor. If they had multiple. You know, even I think that the hotel itself is a couple floors, even if like each floor had its own stuff. Right. Or and, and that that could be interesting, too, if you go back and do it more than once is that, you know, they say, oh, go to the bridge. And you, you know, you knew last time you went and hung a left. And then the next time they have you go straight down the hallway, it's like, oh, there's actually yeah. like like the there's multiple copies of the bridge that they're using so that they can keep people moving through and not, you know, spawn camping, like you said, Damon. Yeah. <laughs> Well, because, Damon, when you're talking about, you know, it's making me think of Smuggler's Run, right? Like, one of your issues with Smuggler's Run, if you're not the pilot, then, you know, why do you want to be on there? You know, why do you want to be the engineer? Although, I will say that there are some people that don't want to be the pilot. I I know, like, when my sister and my mom went, they both did not want the responsibility of being the pilot. They were very happy to be the, uh, to be shooting, you know, shooting ships down. Yeah, my parents didn't want to drive either. Yeah. But, (laughs) you know, I, I think it's... Most people want to do those kinds of things, but then there are other people that don't, right? So, well, it's going to be interesting to say. We'll have to wait. You know, Disney's really releasing little pieces of this at a time, so break. You know, making that hype train really, uh, really go. <laughs> yep. Give, gives us lots to think about and speculate. But so far, nothing, nothing deal breaking has come of anything they've said. So yeah, that's true. It's, yeah. It it looks like they have put in a tremendous amount of work into this, which I mean I'm not yeah. shocked by. But the fact, like you guys said, that they built this, they they designed this and built this at the same time as the park, and, and they purpose built it to tie. I think it was, that was the biggest piece of information that came out. Mm-hmm. They really? just don't yeah. think anyone really thought that. I mean, yeah. maybe some people did, but I thought that was like a game changer. Yeah, because I mean they can integrate it so much better, right? They're making one full story that involves both things. And I think it answers, you know, even a lot of the questions we had waiting for Galaxy's Edge to be built. Like there was, you know, things we talked about, rumors of of things appearing in it that didn't. And we were kind of wondering like, oh, did they just not do that? And and this may answer some of that is that, you know, we, we heard about, you know, them building these things and not realizing that, you know, yeah, they were building it for Galaxy's Edge, but it maybe it's actually more for the Star Cruiser than Galaxy's Edge itself. The interactive stuff, like yeah. the reputation stuff, all that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes sense. All right. Anything else around this around the Galactic Star Cruiser? Not for today. Not for today. <laughs> Until- but I'm sure in a few weeks we'll have more. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know. Oh, they did mention it's going to open spring of 2022. So they gave a season finally. So that spring, which you know, can mean a lot of things. So. I just wonder when booking is going to be. Yeah, that that's the next question. by the end of the year, probably. Booking. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I don't know. I think they'd be smarter to have booking after Christmas, but you know. But I mean, maybe people want to buy it for Christmas. I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, if you're going to be spring, you probably want to at least have a three couple of months out, right? Yeah, I don't know. We'll have to see. But I'm going to assume soon. I mean, but you know, at the same time, Space Two Twenty was supposed to open in quote winter of uh, twenty. What was it? Twenty twenty nineteen at this point. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. 
<laughs> that thing has been going on for so long. Uh, okay, so the last thing we have on here is, uh, you know, the uh, Harmonious, uh, the the upcoming, upcoming, can't speak apparently, uh, Nighttime Spectacular at uh, at Epcot. We still have a few more months till that debuts, October 1st, so we're still a little far away. But uh, they did share a behind-the-scenes video and showed some of the scenes from it, which is uh, cool. I'm excited to see this. I, you know, I know, I know, uh, not everybody's into the nighttime shows, but, uh, I know for Trevor and I specifically, you know, we, we both like nighttime shows and this looks really cool. I, it almost, I haven't seen world of color Trevor, but from the, the, the clips mm-hmm. I've seen of it, it feels like it has some elements of it built it, in. Yeah. The, so specifically with world of color, the, the one thing that really, I mean, it was all, it was a water show. Like there was no, or I shouldn't say there was no pyrotechnics. They actually used some, um, there was some flame effects that happened in it, but the vast majority of it was all them doing things with water and projections and all that. And, and it's, it was an, um, or it is an amazing show. I shouldn't say was like, it's still running. Still an amazing show. Um, yeah, it's, it's a fantastic show. And if they're doing the same thing with, with harmonious, like I'm, like the way that like the lagoon is set up it's it's gonna be awesome either way like i'm well i'm fully expecting you know just to go in there and just smile and watch it at this point absolutely did you did you watch the video of this because i I watched this video too and and this was this was it's pretty cool i mean there also there were some effects in there that i was i was pretty surprised by even just like there was like a water screen effect where they were showing like the planet and it somehow looked 3d and it just it was confusing to me if if you've seen world of color that's it's very similar to what they've done in world of color like it's it's weird but yeah it's believe it or not it's actually um i i I don't i don't want to misspeak and say it's it's more simple than you think but it's it's the same kind of idea of how they project onto uh, a flat surface, you know, like like yeah, onto yeah. a building or anything like that, is that they're they're just utilizing that, but then with water screens, right? Which, yeah, that that's where it gets weird, is that because you know the screen just kind of appears, you know, you know, just comes up out of the water, so you, you so you're going from you know, no, there's nothing there to all of a sudden the illusion of a of a 3D scene. Yeah, it's yeah, it, it it's just a like, very it ingenious looks like way a globe. to use their technology. <laughs> yeah, it looks like a globe, and I was like, "How did yeah. they make falling water look like a globe? Like, and make it look convincingly so?" And I'm sure they're using some, you know, there's like a lot of lasers involved in this show, and and there's you know all the water jets and all the colored water jets, and I mean, just the the few clips they showed on here, just I mean, it looks incredible. I mean, mm-hmm. it really does. And I mean, I expected it to be incredible, but it just, it looks, it just looks like nothing we've ever seen before. You know, it's, it's definitely that next level of, of their, um, not pyrotechnics, but yeah, like light show and, and all, all the stuff that, you know, we, we, we've seen this stuff through happily ever after and, and all these other shows. Yeah. They're just, they're stepping it up. Is all no, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Like I, I just pulled the video up right now and I, I was just watching the, the part with the globe and it's, it's, it, this is just like a circular piece. Like I, it's, they're using the way they're projecting onto this water that's just falling straight down through this, through this mm-hmm. circle is, I, is making it seem like it's got, you know, images with depth instead of just being on a flat water. And it's just, I, I, it's confusing to watch almost. It's like, how, how are they doing that? <laughs> so it, it reminds me, I don't know if you've ever seen this. There's, um, there's a place and 
uh, shoot, I can't remember which country it's in now. It's either in it's either in China or Japan or somewhere like that where they they've done a similar thing where they've used the side of a building as an advertisement thing. And at one point, um, it looks like the whole building is full of water and it's sloshing around. Oh yeah, yeah, and, yeah I've seen that. Yeah. yeah, and and it looks like it's the same thing, right? It looks very real, and even though it's just like a, it's just a screen, right? So. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited for this. I can't wait yeah. to see this. So, oh, totally. But um, but we're getting late here. So why don't we go ahead and wrap up? But I'm, I'm very sure. psyched about this. If you haven't seen this video, go check it out. It's only two minutes. Uh, they really talk about the story of what the show is going to be and show a lot of cool clips. And uh, if you're a nighttime show fan, I think this is going to be a really worthy replacement for for Illuminations and, and really kind of taking Illuminations to, to the next level. And and it looks like there's plenty of fireworks for all you fireworks people. So, <laughs> yeah, and, I, and I will say I, I made my son watch Illuminations because, you know, we were hyped about it because we watched it many years ago. Um, my son came from a point of view of, you know, watching things like Paint the Night, um, World yeah. of Color, Happily Ever After. When he watched Illuminations, he was like, that's it? Like, <laughs> he, he was not impressed by it at all. So, you know, Harmonious is definitely bringing Epcot show up to the same level as the other ones that, you know, the younger generation is accustomed to now. <laughs> yep. Agreed. Yep. Agreed. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right, so um, I guess to wrap things up here, as usual, if you guys want to find us, you can always reach us at welcomehomepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, always great hearing from you guys. We get lots of emails and, uh, you know, listener questions, people just sharing their experiences, you know, either about, you know, you know, we, we love hearing that you guys have listened to the podcast for as long as you have and you enjoy the stuff we talk about. We also love hearing about your trips and just your own experiences, your own takes on the things that we talk about day to day. So, you know, keep that kind of stuff coming and, uh, you know, you can always send us questions there as, as well. Um, if you want to reach us on Facebook, you can find us at uh, welcome home podcast, and you can also join the Facebook group, which is welcome home Disney waitlist. Again, we do put a questions thread in there every week. So a lot of our listener questions do actually come from there. It's not exclusively from that group, but you can, uh, you know, you can join the group and ask questions and also see, you know, some of the stuff we're talking about there with memes and, you know, people sharing their own experiences and thoughts around, uh, around the different Disney subjects. Uh, alternative ways you can also find us is YouTube and Instagram. YouTube is Welcome Home Podcast and Instagram is Welcome Home Picks. Those are the main channels where, you know, whenever we do live shows or go to the parks, you'll you'll see stuff show up on there. Um, as we talked about previously, we'll, we'll look at doing another live show probably closer to Halloween. So uh, make sure you guys are tuned in for that if you want to see <laughs> another fun chaotic live show like we did yeah, last year a big mess yeah a big yeah, mess yeah. You know. if you want to see a mess that is the live show then by all means and unlike unlike uh unlike the galactic star cruiser uh costumes are required so yeah if yeah no yeah no costumes are required and yeah not i'm no I'm i not. said costumes are required oh, for costumes our halloween are show required. oh okay, yeah that's what i'm saying it. you're not i'm not gonna let you into the live stream if you're not wearing a costume uh, i feel like Damon i guess i'll have to board. figure that out then okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we'll see i'm just kidding but all right. And uh, um, also, if you guys want some merchandise, you can go to store.welcomehomepodcast.com. We've got shirts, mugs, masks, um, all, all the stuff with the normal logo. But no more Haunted River Country. It's gone. Yep. yep. Haunted That's River it. Country is gone as of this podcast. 
Well, let's say thank you to everybody everybody that did buy it. We appreciate everybody that did that. So yeah, for sure. It was, uh, it was nice to see people enthusiastic about it. And also to, to that end, uh, um, we will be coming up with something else here in the next couple of months. So stay tuned for that. There, there will actually be a couple of things there. Uh, uh, another exclusive shirt similar to haunted river country. And we are working on some stuff for Patreon. So, um, yeah, so keep an eye out for those things. Last but not least, if you guys uh, would uh, leave us a review on iTunes or any other service that we, you we use. We got three three new five-star reviews. We did. And, we did. And it, and it was nice because they were three five-star reviews with no bad reviews, like sure, interspersed yeah. in like is normally the case. <laughs> I think somebody said, I love Tom and Trevor. Damon is Damon. But see, that's not negative though, right? <laughs> no, and it's five stars, so that's A-OK. Th- that's yeah. just th- acknowledging th- that we we value Damon's point of view on things. Exactly. But the problem is, it still didn't move us to Tom's infamous 4.6, unfortunately. <laughs> we'll get there eventually. We'll yeah. Get there. <laughs> but yeah, you know, leave, leave us a review, guys. Um, you know, hopefully it's five stars. But, uh, you know, we love hearing from you guys anyway. And we appreciate the feedback as long as it's constructive. You know, there is silly reviews in there every once in a while. But uh, yeah, just uh, <laughs> try, try to minimize on that. And, you know, don't take it as an opportunity to, you know bash on damon because people like doing that for some reason i don't know why but uh <laughs> it's okay too i know yeah. but you can five star and bash is fine yeah 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 that's, that's five cool. star you can say whatever you want exactly yeah. absolutely uh by the way you'll be able to find the podcast soon on facebook facebook introduced a new feature to allow people to listen on facebook so that's going to be coming soon it it's on the site now but it's a little little buggy so just you know it's coming soon though so if that's a way you want to listen that's an option for you too so yeah uh, but also easier. Yeah, even easier to listen to us, right? So don't forget to subscribe to Welcome Home Podcast so you can be reminded every time we release a new episode. You can find us on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, any podcast app out there. And like I said, soon to be Facebook. Um, Just search for Welcome Home. Look for the one that says Disney and DVC. A reminder to our listeners, as always, Welcome Home Podcast is for entertainment only. We are not employed by the Walt Disney Company, and as such, all opinions we express on the show are our own. So please consult a DVC representative or Disney cast member for more information about anything we talked about today. Huge thank you to our sponsors, as always, DVC Resale Market and Monero for sponsoring this episode. Please check Do them out. Do I have out. to say sorry to them? You don't have, I don't think you have to say sorry. Maybe oh. specifically to Derek. I think Derek's probably somewhere crying. Uh, <laughs> but I think I said expectations, though. I don't think this is a surprise to anyone, is it? No, no. Now, okay. Listen, I don't think that I don't think a DVC resale besmirches anybody for buying direct, right? Like you got to do what's right for you, and so Absolutely. you know, I think they understand that they use the sell direct, right? So <laughs> all the feel people bad for Derek though. Now you feel bad for Derek because that's okay. He's gotten he Derek's gotten business from both Trevor and I. I think he's good. Oh, there you go. Okay, yeah, maybe you'll have to get him some donuts from Gideon's or something. Yeah, Wait, okay. Gideon's has donuts? I don't know. I don't know. Donuts. Oh my goodness, place. that sounded like the best thing I've ever heard. And then you just <laughs> Well, there's that Everglades place that has was, the donuts. Sorry, that's what I was thinking it was Everglades. I knew there was donuts somewhere in Disney Springs. But what if there was a mashup of Gideon's and, and Everglades and they made, you know, donuts. a scrumptious donut? You need to get on that. You need to get those two working together on a mashup. I mean, can you make good donuts by baking them or do you really just have to fry them? I feel like, you I, feel like them. I don't you know. Yeah. Can can you air fry donuts? Is that a possibility? I think that's a thing. Yeah, I think people do that. Yeah. 
Ooh, I tell you, I got an air fryer. It's the best thing. Mm-hmm. This Other is why one. people need to listen to the end of the episode. But because you know, I, I see stats and I know how long people listen on certain apps. And I, some people will cut it out before we get to the end. You know, they'll just when we stop talking about regular Disney stuff, they just leave. And you got to stay to the end. There's always weird stuff. But usually, I'm not on the end. That's it's true. like it, it is is an abnormal thing. Yeah, we did get an air fryer though, and you know what we made, which was so good because we had leftover mac and cheese, and we air fried mac and cheese into like balls like yep. you know mac and cheese balls yeah it was so easy though and actually cooking meatballs in there too it besmirches you know being italian but i'll tell you it's pretty easy to cook them in there just saying <laughs> uh, i yeah i mean that's not a thing i would have thought of that you would do david i you know i figured you're a meatball snob so you know <laughs> you know a semi but gotta i'm wondering now bad boys could, and then bake them right i mean i wonder if you could cook cookies in an air fryer I'm sure. I think you could do pretty much anything there. What about cookie balls? <laughs> yeah, you'd have to do. What about cookie balls that need underwear? No. What did they just? What did they just? Oh my god. <laughs> what did they just spread out though? Like, what did they just like? No, I don't think they would. I think you could make a cake in an air fryer. I think people do bake in air fryers. All right, I don't know. listen, we, we, let's end this. Join us next time for more Disney Park discussion. Of course, more DVC talk. We hope to see you all real soon. Skipper Albert Awol, the voice of the jungle, signing off from Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. When we hit a chair, how she can cuddle is no man's affair. I looked around from pole to pole, found her in a sugar bowl.